0: If you're always searching for your next great adventure or seeking answers to complex questions, if you think of yourself as someone who takes charge, is there for others, breaks down barriers, or sees the world for what it can be, then you're just what we're looking for. CIA is searching for women of all skill sets with these traits and others to join the Directorate of Operations and help protect our nation. Visit cia.gov careers. See yourself here. Welcome into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, The Ticketfm.com. Nick Sanert's Enrique Alvarez, Clary with you. Rico, what's up? Hello. How's it going? I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> uh, it's going great. It's going great. As always, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the sartor Heyman Text Line. Those are open for you guys the entire show today, as well as the sartor Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. The open might sound a little different tomorrow. Yes. We're getting a new open. Yes. Across the board. Everybody is. Everybody gets new opens. And new rejoins. And new rejoins. Everything will be new. It's complete fa- facelift. And that's all I'm going to say about that, so there you go. It's basically plastic surgery. Yeah. And I because, am the surgeon. Because on the outside, it looks different. It sounds different. But on the inside. But on the inside, we're the same. Still the same. Same, same, but different. Different. <laughs> anyway, uh, once again, <laughs> 402 464 8-5. Okay. Great show. Plenty of stuff to get to today. Uh, we'll start it out with a little bit of a, a women's basketball talk as Nebraska demolishes top 25 Illinois on the road last night. It's back on the right track. Makes makes things a little interesting for the future here. Um, and then I also want to talk a little bit of Husker recruiting as Carter Nelson is just racking up the offers. And a lot of people are, are taking note of it. Um... But he may be just as big of a recruit for Nebraska as as potentially um, Dylan Ryola. Now obviously the position plays a, a factor in that. Uh, but when you talk when you incorporate the 500 mile radius that everybody's craves here in Nebraska, that plays a part into it with with Carter Nelson plus well just, to, just to make sure you guys are aware of the situation and what the update is with him. then in the in the second segment, Colorado is Already. freaking out. Because they are selling spring game tickets. and so Like I, the university or the state? Well, the university is selling the spring game tickets. Yes, but uh, who, who is freaking out? The people? Oh, everybody. Or the, okay. Everybody. Everybody within Colorado. Plus, Damn. the Nebraska-Colorado spread was released. Yeah, I saw that. And it, we'll, we'll talk about that because there's been some movement with it already. Already? Already. Love it. Who would have thunk? So once again, me. yeah, once again, phone number Honda Lincoln hotline starter Haman text line four zero two four six four five six eight five. Let's let's dive into Husker women's basketball here. So they they go on the road to a team in Illinois that you'll remember came into PBA Nebraska was up by ten at one point and there was like a twenty point swing and in the blink of an eye twenty zero run by Illinois it, late late in the game third fourth quarter Illinois is up by ten on the road at PBA and Nebraska just couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Well, last night Nebraska goes in and Illinois at one point led 23 to 22 in the at the end of the first quarter. Nebraska ends up winning 90 to 57 on the road at Illinois last night. Nebraska I want to say is now 15 and 13 on the year. Yes. They they're they've basically secured a first round bye in the Big 10 tournament, which is going to be next it starts next Wednesday, so the Huskers will play on Thursday. Um, they will. They have one game left against Northwestern at home. Mm-hmm. That'll be the senior day. Um, I Sunday, Sunday on Sunday because the men play on Saturday, women play on Sunday. Then the men will have their senior night on Tuesday. But once again, Nebraska goes on the road and beats Illinois ninety to fifty seven in a game where all five of Nebraska's starters. Reach double figures, and Izzy Born. Now, now everybody looks at, the, at Jazz Shelley's stat line, and rightfully so, sees twenty-six points, six rebounds, and five assists. However, Izzy Bourne has sixteen points and thirteen rebounds. Izzy Born has been on
1: some kind of run as of late. Even in the losses for Nebraska, she's putting up
0: monster numbers and being a huge contributor for Nebraska. So, when you a couple things that jump out to you on the the stat sheet. Right off the bat, overall pretty clean game. You had Nebraska commit nine turnovers while Illinois committed six turnovers. So a game that had 15 total turnovers, right, mm-hmm. for for the mathletes out there. And then, in addition, Nebraska out-rebounds Illinois by 20, 44-24. Disgusting. And on the defensive glass specifically, they out rebound the fighting the Line 36 to 15 on the defensive glass. Now, part of that is because Nebraska was shooting lights out from the field. 59%. 59% from the field. 42% from and, three. And 42% from three. They go eight, or excuse me, yeah, eight of 10 from the free throw line. Um, And it's not a lot of free throws. Like you, I mean, like you no, said, it wasn't well, a clean it's, game. It was a clean game, which I would like to go back. And, and if we have a second here, I, I want to go back to, let's see the. So there were 15 total fouls called in that game. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the other one, the Maryland Nebraska men's game, <laughs> um, and see how many fouls there were quarter number one. Okay. Let's see. Uh, fouls. I think it picks up in the second. It's not going to break half. it. It's not going to break it. Split box, maybe. Um, okay. Well, in the first half, let's just look at that. We'll just go first half because I can't find. I guess they wouldn't have quarters. So, first half. Excuse me. So, in the first half, um, Nebraska and Maryland committed a total of, looks like, 16 fouls. And in the second half combined, there were 29. Yeah, 29 fouls. In the Maryland and Nebraska game. Well, do you want to know the last time Nebraska and and Illinois matched up with each other? That's right. That was a really touchy call. There were
1: 23 fouls on Illinois and 17 on Nebraska. Because that's right. Well, at the start... Nebraska had 40-something... Hold on. I got to
0: find this. 34 free throw attempts. Well, it was... was, And correct me if I'm wrong, Rico, because that was the game that I was there for the first half. Yes. And that was the game where everything was getting called on Illinois mm-hmm. and Nebraska was like not getting whistled for much they
1: were so the first half when you were there Illinois was getting whistled for everything yeah and their coach was upset and then in the second half there was a lot you know same thing kind of um but as the game went on as Illinois took a lead there were no calls anywhere so until Nebraska started fouling. To try and catch
0: up so uh, one thing that like Nebraska has done really good the last two years in in a good majority of their games has been able to ha- has been the ability to close out opponents especially last season more than this year um, because like we said in the last game against Illinois Illinois kind of came on late and and ended up beating Nebraska on the road listen to this over the last six minutes and 16 seconds of game time last night Nebraska, Went on an eighteen to two run. They allowed two total points in the last six and a half minutes of game time. That's that's insane. Two total points. And and when you look at okay, they, were playing, so,
1: they were playing stifling defense because it, uh, Maryland was trying. They they almost completely gave up on taking threes and were just trying to get yeah. any kind of bucket that they could. So they were driving to the to the rim, um, taking short mid range or trying to get layups. And just couldn't get anything. And Nebraska was just running like a free-flowing offense. Although they were up by enough already, they were just kind of running. And if somebody got a shot, they were taking it. I mean, Nebraska, within the last couple of minutes, had at least four wide-open
0: three-pointers. And I'm pretty sure they made three of them. So Nebraska, in the fourth quarter, allowed four points in the paint, two points off the bench. And Illinois, in the fourth quarter alone, just scored ten points. They uh, were I mean, held they're, they're Nebraska's defense was on point oh after the gosh. first quarter after the first quarter so here's here's Illinois's quarter by or points by quarter first quarter Illinois scores 23 that was when they were up 23 to 22.
1: Well they were down 26 23 at the end of the first okay well the, that's what I have
0: on on the stat broadcast it says that there were 23 points either way um, after the end of the first yeah. quarter quarter two 12 points in the second quarter for Illinois, 12 points in the third quarter, 10 points in the fourth quarter. Um, kept
1: going downhill.
0: Nebraska, it says here that had, they had um, 19 points in the second quarter, 23 in the third, and 22 in the fourth. So good. I mean, here's the thing. Nebraska, once again, they finish out the game on an 18-2 to run. Uh, they held Illinois to, to two points in the last six and a half minutes of game time on the road, on a senior day, or senior night rather, and Illinois will not be a top 25 team come next week. Um, Nebraska now is in an interesting situation because they're not necessarily out of the NCAA tournament. They got some work to do. Northwestern is going to be a winnable game over the weekend. It's the worst team statistically in the Big
1: Ten, according to win-loss. But Nebraska did lose to the second worst team in the Big Ten in
0: Minnesota. Yes. So anything is possible, apparently. So as you kind of look ahead, and maybe what's best for this women's basketball team would be a WNIT, where you can play at home as well, Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll remember last year, Nebraska was in the NCAA tournament and got bounced in the first game against Gonzaga. Mm -hmm. But now, as as you go forward, they'll they'll be able to draw a decent crowd to PBA if it's the WNIT. People people will still come out.
1: So, according to last week's Bracketology, which was released, updated on the 21st, so two days ago, Nebraska was part of the next four out. Um, So, the first four out are Arkansas, St. John's, Oregon, Missouri. Nebraska is the first team on the next four out. There it is. But with the addition of a top 25 victory over Illinois um, another win hopefully against Northwestern and then at least one to two wins in the Big Ten tournament one you'll be sitting on the bubble two you're in yeah so Nebraska has a little bit of work
0: to do but they're in control of their own destiny all right so let's let's now segue to Husker football a little bit and and recruiting. Um, as we kind of put a bow on the Husker Women's Basketball conversation before we have to get out of this, this segment. Sitting in eighth. So, Carter Nelson, six foot four, two 205-pound, listed as a tight end. He plays eight-man football from Ainsworth. Don't discredit that just because it's eight-man football. Um, listen to these. So, according to 24-7 Sports, in the 2024 class, Carter Nelson, number one player from the state of Nebraska, the ninth-best tight end in the country, and the 171st rec- uh, best recruit in the country overall, regardless of position. That's eight man football for you. Out of out of, out of Ainsworth, Nebraska. Look at that. And this is the true like, if you are good enough, they will find you. Yep. Like this is the this is the m- most accurate and, and one of uh, a great example of if you are good enough to play at the next level, regardless of sport, they will find you because we know Notre Dame has visited. Marcus Freeman was in Ainsworth, Nebraska. Yep. And now, here's this. So in the last three days, so from February 20th through the 22nd, Illinois and Purdue have offered. And you think, okay, no biggie, two two decent Big Ten teams. Mm -hmm. But in addition to Purdue and Illinois, Alabama offered on February 16th, and then ever since February 20th, he has added offers from Ole Miss, Texas, Texas A&M, and Georgia. Uh, so once again, I, I Carter Nelson is the name, that and we'll we'll hear travel. plenty. We'll hear plenty about him. I would assume that Nebraska is going to try to get him for a visit, if not for the spring game before. Look, I, I saying, could see Carter Nelson coming on the weekend of March 25th. It's a big weekend, and adding Carter Nelson to that would only make
1: it bigger because it's important. He's a number one player in the state. Of course, he's got to be
0: there. It's also very important when you bring a high profile quarterback to campus. That you also try to invite wide receivers, guys that are going to be around him. The weapons he will be using. Yeah. It, it's important to, to surround him on the visit with guys that, and if you can bring a guy of Carter Nelson's caliber to campus on that same day, perfect. But here are the statistics for eight-man football. Ainsworth went 9-1 and one last year. Carter Nelson not only was a pass catcher, he was a running back. Not only was he a pass catcher and a running back, he was a quarterback. And I'll read through all these here. Is that it?
1: Is there no? He did I'm sure he played the defensive side of the ball. I didn't grab the. I didn't grab the. He was, I a, the, he was a linebacker. I, I didn't grab the
0: defensive stats. Defensive end, the water boy. So, so once again, he's projected as a tight end at the next level. In the ten games for Ainsworth last year. Carter Nelson had 28 catches for 525 yards and 11 touchdowns. Now, you'll also remember that in eight-man football, fields are going to be shorter. Mm-hmm. They're 80 yards long, 40 yards wide. Um, so, so, remember that as we go through these statistics. So, 11 touchdown, uh, receiving touchdowns. Mm-hmm. On the ground, 119 carries for 761 yards and 14 touchdowns through the air. 47 of 83 for 663 yards, 15 passing touchdowns, and three interceptions. Does he throw to himself? So there you go. <laughs> um, so it, it just uh, an all-around player. He, 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 he excels at basketball. I know I know Sip was able to go watch a couple basketball games of his. So Carter Nelson is also a 7-foot high jumper. Yeah, is definitely one. To, so multi-sport. If you look at high jumpers, they don't look like Carter Nelson. Once again, six foot four, two hundred and five pounds. That's a big boy, Carter Nelson, going no, seven feet. Number one player from the state of Nebraska, the ninth best tight end in the country, and the uh, a top one hundred and seventy five recruit in the country as well, regardless of position. So, um, added some big time offers. Alabama came to the table on February sixteenth, and then since February twentieth, Illinois, Purdue, Ole Miss, Texas a And Texas, excuse me, Texas, Texas a And M and Georgia there it is. have all come to the table. It's a lot of big-name schools going to... I wouldn't be surprised. You know, here, let's just... I wouldn't be surprised to see if he's added some more. Probably. There's a lot of schools going to north-central Nebraska. Which is insane, because, like, to think about... Gainsworth
1: is four hours from here. Yeah. West. Yeah. And northwest. North, northwest. Yeah. It's close. It's uh, really close to the South Dakota border.
0: Okay. Uh, in total, Carter Nelson, let's... Uh, we'll get the full. full... Scholarship counts all of them.
1: The, anywhere he could go, wherever he wants.
0: It's it's pretty much like that. I'll, I'll read through the complete list here. Uh, other than schools we already mentioned, yeah, Auburn, Baylor, Iowa, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Kentucky, Louisville, Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota, Nebraska, Notre Dame. Shout out Marcus Freeman, Oklahoma. You're obsessed with them. Penn State. Vanderbilt, Virginia Tech, Wisconsin.
1: I remember when Penn State offered him, it was kind of a big deal, and people were like, oh, Penn State found Ainsworth. That's cool. Yeah. everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. good. Congratulations to him. Like, he has the Nebraska offer. Oh, he's going to come to yeah. Nebraska because he's, you know, playing eight man football and he's in Ainsworth, Nebraska. And, you know, maybe Penn State gave him the offer. Maybe it's not committable, blah, blah, blah. And then everyone
0: else came a knocking. Well, here's what's crazy. I mean, and you look at the position that Nebraska's finding themselves in this, in 2024 cycles specifically. Not only did we see maybe Nebraska trying to fight off defending national champion Georgia for one recruit, but now somebody from Ainsworth, Nebraska. You're fighting and off? That's, like, that's not a knock against Ainsworth, Nebraska. No, Ainsworth but is but it's producing just, it's, great talent. It's, it's, it's funny to think about it that way into somebody like Georgia who has roots in every part of the country. They, they can go to California recruit. They can recruit in their backyard in the southeastern part of the country. Mm-hmm. Florida, the northeast, wherever it may be. And lo and behold, shout out to Ainsworth, Nebraska. Well, just look at it this way. Omaha, the Metro,
1: Bellevue West has three yeah. Division One players in, in Davon Hall, Isaiah McMorris, and Daniel Kalen. Yeah. None of them are the number one player in the state. And
0: I don't know how many of them have offers from Georgia. Ooh, that'd be interesting to see. But now, like here, you are. If you're if you're in Nebraska, yeah, you're fighting off Georgia, USC, Oregon um, for for Dylan Riolà. Mm-hmm. But now you're fighting them off for somebody that's how far is Ainsworth from here? Four Two, hours. I four hours yeah. so how, miles projected. Uh, go check. ahead, go ahead, and project. We'll guess this. Uh, four hours. I would say. I don't want to seem like an idiot. This is t- I, that's exactly why I didn't want to guess. That's why I uh, had you. So you're you. making me guess. Yes.
1: Uh, uh, Carney's like a hundred. I go like two sixty-five.
0: Close, not not bad. You're you're about sixty-three miles off. Dang it! Which way would you rather go? Sixty-three miles up. Now you're a hundred down. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> you, Lincoln to Ainsworth, two hundred and two miles. Okay. Following the I eighty and US seventy-seven. This tells route. me from where I am, it's two hundred
1: and seventy-one miles.
0: Hmm.
1: From right here. So it says... There Maybe are it's saying how big Ainsworth is. From, oh, That's crazy. Well, never mind. <laughs> I don't hold know on, hold on, hold on, hold no, on. Can no, we... Can no, no, we, no. <laughs> we, we, we cannot just go over that. No, area, <laughs> one... one. Yeah, never mind. No, no, we cannot, we cannot just skip
0: over <laughs> what, 2, what you just said, 2,520 feet above sea No, level? no, stop, stop. We cannot just skip over what you just said. It's only a... Th- that, Population Ainsworth? of 1,620. That, that Ainsworth, Nebraska. <laughs> <is> 271 miles <laughs> it long. It just says distance. But you were saying something Ainsworth else. Ainsworth is 271 <laughs> miles wide. Yeah, it's massive. Look at that. It's the entire it takes, state. It yeah. takes four and a half hours to drive across Ainsworth, Nebraska. Yes. <laughs> just, just
1: across Ainsworth. These are things that happen. <laughs> What's
0: that? All right. Let's, uh, let's get to break. Ainsworth is closer to North Platte than it is here. Yeah, probably. Let's uh let's get to let's get to break. We'll be right back on the happy hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Singer and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 937 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.